0: Welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode 333. I'm your host, Blaine Pudbe, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Smith. Good evening. Tregg Wilson has decided to go on a uh, safari today. <laughs> I, th- I think he's uh, he is hunting lions with his bare hands.
1: I could see him doing that. Yeah. And yeah. winning, and winning.
0: Yeah, as long as it's, uh, the lion that he's hunting is just his dog, Suzuki with one of those weird lion main things.
1: (laughs) I could see Treg shirtless with a shaker cup in one hand, and then just like a lion by the throat with the other. I think that could make a really good profile picture for him.
0: He's got to be, he's got to be dressed like Tarzan.
1: (laughs) I can see that too. (laughs)
0: He kind of does it on stage. He wears a little Speedo. Same thing. Just saying. (laughs) That's for calling me a dick, Treg. (laughs) Not that you were wrong. I mean, you guys, you guys weren't far off. I mean, yeah. Don't be honest. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, today's episode comes to you post game immediately following the Habs versus lightning in Tampa Bay um We're gonna cover the game we'll talk a little bit about uhrou gooly uh but we'll we'll just start it off with the game um so they came up short yet again but at least it wasn't one of those giving up touchdown type of games. Right. They lost. It was competitive. They lost by, by a goal to what could possibly be the, uh, the dynasty of the cap era.
1: Yeah. Honestly, they're one of the best teams in the league. You You gotta, you gotta give it to them. They really are. And, uh, it was a much better performance by the Canadians tonight. We'll get into, you know, a little bit more detail in a second, but, uh, It wasn't another Florida game. So I'm happy about that.
0: Florida man only reared his ugly head in Miami.
1: Well, it was just, it was, it was more, it was, it was more entertaining to watch. Like Trey and I talked about on the last show, the um uh, even though you had the, the the amount of goals, you had 14 goals in that game, it wasn't a it wasn't a fun game to watch. And like I know that uh yeah. I know that uh the league is like, oh we need to make the nets twice the size and we gotta, you know, make it so you know, they the, the goalies don't wear pads anymore and all this kind of stuff, and they wanna they wanna see premium scoring in the league. Like it was a dull game to watch, and I'm glad that the Canadians If you don't bounce back a little bit tonight on a game that uh, meant something to their coach, they, they came up, they came up on the wrong side of, uh, of the, uh, the W, but, but still you got to be at least happier with their performance.
0: Well, the third period, notwithstanding the first two periods, they showed a really, really strong. Work ethic. I mean, in the first period, they kind of rope a dope Tampa a little bit, came out, you know, it was pretty close. Um, even though Tampa was in control of the shots more so than the Canadians they even had a bunch of. Uh, well, I mean, the high danger chances weren't really in Tampa's favor, per se, in that first period. Let's take a look. Uh, yeah, no, they were. <laughs> uh, they were six nothing, but the score was one one.
1: Right, that's why I use the eye test.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's like advanced stats are good. They give you an idea of how tilted the ice was or not, but just a ton of shots doesn't mean right. good shots. Right, just
1: shots on. I'm net. glad you put it like that because I was about to be like, "Fuck analytics," but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> And then they came out really strong in the second period.
0: They, they, you know, led in, sh- you know, almost, uh, I think it was even in shots in that period. Either way, it was, it was yet another g- period where the Canadians were toe to toe. They had a, and uh, had that power play goal.
1: Yeah. half a shot.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. The one yeah. timer in the Stamco spot.
1: Yeah, it was good. And you know what? It, it kind of makes the conversation. As a couple of people brought it up tonight is having him in that spot, having him in the Caulfield spot or whatever you want to call it. Right? Yeah. Um, we know he's got a good shot. He's shown it at the, uh, the AHL. He's shown it during junior, um, etc. cetera. Um, it's just, it's just something that uh, at the NHL level, I think he just needs to use more to more or less secure a spot in the lineup moving forward. Cause I don't see it just yet.
0: I, t- I totally agree. I agree. He, um, when he's he's playing confidently like he did in this game he he can make a difference he's he uh he finds those openings he's able to uh cycle a puck in the offensive zone uh another player guryanov had another strong game i mean there's shifts where he's kind of invisible but over the entirety of the game I thought he had a strong game. He had over 17 minutes ice time. He got that goal off a beautiful drop pass from Anderson. I mean, what more do you need? Like He, he drew that penalty from Sergeyev. I thought that was a masterful play. Poke uh, off of uh, Sergeyev's stick on the blue line, beat him with speed, force Sergeyev to either give him the breakaway or take the penalty. Right. Great play. It's things like that. I'm not saying this. This is the next coming of a top six forward here. I'm just saying no. he had a great game.
1: No, since he joined, since, since he he's produce. joined the team, he's he's doing the things. Yeah. He do he's doing the right things. He's got a he's got a goal streak going now. Um, he's got five five goals now, and I believe eleven games with the Canadians. He he's doing the things that he needs to do to show management this is why you traded for me, and yes, I'm worth you bringing me back. Give me another chance. Or goals, a prospective uh, team giving him a contract if they choose right. to if they choose to move on. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and his uh goals per game average has gone up by a factor of a hundred.
1: Right. <laughs> it was, yeah, he only had like two goals in like forty some forty yeah. games or something with, with Dallas. Yeah, so. exactly. He could you know yeah. what he could be? You know, like uh, we turned we turned uh, Dadnov into this guy. So so far, the trade's worked out for both teams, to be honest.
0: I think working under St. Louis has kind of allowed uh, – given him that leeway. He, yeah. he, St. Louis lets the guys play more offensively than most coaches. So yeah. it, it seems to be something that he's responding
1: to. Well, he's also getting – he's also getting, being given the opportunity to play because – um, Everyone's fucking hurt. <laughs> so, like anyone, anyone, anyone that would give him any kind of sort of competition to be in the lineup is is in the press box.
0: Are you telling me that it's really everybody's hurt because he's going around kneecapping people?
1: <laughs> I need uh, my time on ice. Right. Well. I would say that they'd give it to Drew, but that definitely didn't happen tonight. <laughs> we'll
0: we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, on the injuries, uh, Anderson did leave the game for a little bit. Yeah, but he came back. Now
1: for, was that is that more of a pride he, thing, or is it was he was he? Do you think he's actually like? Do you think he's actually uh, healthy?
0: Well, he was skating okay after he yeah. came back. Yeah, but so was gooly, Right. Who missed tonight's game? And I'm not saying it's after... a, I'm not saying
1: it's a bad thing. I fucking love Josh Anderson. I think he brings a, an yeah. element to the team that they've been looking for forever. And uh, you know, the guy's wearing an A on his sweater. He knows that if he leaves the game, and he probably knows that Drouin's not jumping on the ice, then they're down another forward. Um, I I, I hope that it's not an injury and that it was more or less like, hey, I'm okay or I'm I'm uh, I'm good enough to come back. I'm hoping that it's not like going to be. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not going to be something that it's going to be like, Oh yeah. He played the rest of the game with a broken wrist or something, you know, and you're just like, fuck, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's two games in a row, two games in a row. They, they've potentially lost a, a regular in the lineup. Yeah. Right. So,
0: but overall, I thought the, the, uh, the young guys who were given their opportunities played well. Uh, Raphael Harvey, Penard, he played almost 18 minutes. You know, he he uh, he got a couple of points. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't get any points, but he did provide a lot of energy. He was great on the forecheck.
1: Yeah, he was hitting. He was blocking shots.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he had a couple of really really important block shots that kept the T- uh, the Canadians in that game. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Hagel took over he got himself a hat trick with the empty netter. Um, and it's his, uh, the, the winning goal where he off the face-off went to the front of the net. Savard lost him for just a second. He got disoriented a little bit, turned the wrong way. And that split second is all Hagel needed to do the a little deflection. Right. And in like that, that's all it took. Yeah. And it's those little details. That's the difference between the Canadians and those, those teams that are actually, considered contenders it's it's accumulation of all those little details there's obviously skill there's a skill gap but the really good teams uh they they do not miss on those little details little parts of the game you know one-on-one battles the board battles putting the puck into safe zones getting pucks to the net you know all these different things these good teams do well and the canadians they've they're a young team they're mostly ahlers now right they'll make a few errors
1: well they're going to make errors and it and honestly for me it starts at the center of the ice and tonight we saw nick suzuki have to play 25 minutes yes because we're going to get into it with with drew but um he played 25 25 minutes tonight um he played 25 32 to be exact uh, picked up two assists. He was even. He had a shot, two hits. Um, and uh, he took he was 13 and 14, 13 wins and 14 losses for face offs, right? So but about 50%, right? Um, I don't, I don't like that he had to play that much. I, I, I get the message that you're trying to send, Drew. In. again, we're going to get into that in a few minutes, but um, you had a waiver pickup in tyranny um playing on your second line you had Bell yeah. uh, then you had belzill who's an AHL and you had Richard who's an AHLer. um it's not Suzuki's fault that he was put into this position um this is this is really on the player that uh it was on the bench the entire game um it's well, it's it's we- it's when we talk but like the thing that bothers me is, yes, Suzuki is—he's the Iron Man right now for the Canadians. He's their captain, and having to play twenty-five and a half minutes as a forward—it's just—he's ridiculous.
0: He's been doing that a lot since the All-Star break.
1: He's been playing Not because been of playing. No, but he, it's 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 out of necessity, and but tonight was yes. tonight was just even more apparent. Right.
0: Well, I mean, they could have cut back his ice time by a few minutes easily had Joy not screwed up. That's that's blatantly obvious. Okay. But for the most part, since the All Star break, Suzuki's been playing regularly 22, 24, 25 minute games.
1: He, he has been playing. no other he has, centers. He has been playing a lot. It's out of necessity. It's just tonight was just, it was glare. It was just so obvious. Yeah. Of why, he was right? double
0: shifting in a few spots here and there because. I mean Anthony Richard, as good of a story he is, he's still just an just he's still an AHL player. He, yes. He's not going to be a stand a steady NHLer. Uh, same with Bellzil. great story, but a regular NHLer. I don't think so. And then, like you said, Chris Tierney being a waiver wire pickup who ideally would be a fourth line center, is your second line center. So. Right. It's just glaringly obvious that the Canadians are
1: decimated with injuries yeah, he won and with two, Drouin, He won two faceoffs tonight.
0: Yeah, and he with took, Drouin he, screwing he, he up 17. the way he did,
1: he took seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> but
0: with the way Droy was screw uh, the way the way it went, it was all oh, had a lot to do with Drouin, and we right. can get into that now. With Drouin missing uh, a team meeting, and, and it's not just any team meeting; they just got. Pummel nine five yeah. The, yeah. the night before yep. and they were going over video right like this is an important point where the coach is going to say okay here's the good here's all the bad it's a long list these are the two or three areas i want to work on and they talk about it as a team and you need to be there yeah but he wasn't
1: yeah i like i think that uh and, I, and I'm not gonna i t- I'm not gonna say awful things about Jonathan Drew during this segment. He's been through a lot. He stepped away from the game, uh, took 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 care of his mental health, did what he needed to do, came back to the ice. Good on for doing that. Um this is more about Jonathan Drew, the professional. Um, not the not really the the individual, right? The it's you know what I mean. It's more like his yeah. him, him as a professional making this uh, decision, whatever it was, why ever he missed it. He decided that his time or whatever he needed to do was more important than making this. And what, and whatever came of it, it did not make say we happy. And not only in, so they had to put him in the lineup pretty much based off necessity, because they never had another player to put in the lineup.
0: Cause it's an NHL rule that they right. had so many players,
1: right? Because goalie couldn't play. Other guys are injured, et cetera. So he was, he was there if they had another player, He'd I would, been. I would say he probably would have been in the, in the, in the, uh, in the press box, but the fact that he had to sit there for a full 60 minutes, um, when it was a close game, um, against the team that drafted him, on St. Louis night, for him to have to sit there the whole time. It's like. Um, message, hopefully message is sent. And, um, I, I honestly not think... to him, if not to him, to everybody else, right. Right. This is a standard that St. Louis is setting.
0: He's here's the line in the sand. Do not cross that because this is what's going to happen.
1: Right. But for me, it it really just kind of like, we talked about this before, but I think that, uh, I think he's played his last, not his last game, but he's like, he's, he's done at the end of the year. Yeah. With, oh with, yeah. No, with the it, team. Right. So. It, it's been I a nice story. It's been a nice story over the last, say, couple weeks or so. He's he's been putting up a good amount of points, and he's he's getting his name out there again. And maybe a team will give him an opportunity. But um, I think I think the Canadians are going to move on. I really do.
0: Well, yeah, I totally believe that the Canadians are going to move on from him. And I do feel there's going to be at least three or four teams willing to sign him. No, but Here's the be. thing. Yeah. With him flaking. Uh, Flaking out like he did, missing the practice, uh, missing the 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 video session. This is going to make it so that the teams that were that will be interested in him will not offer him more than a league minimum. Right. And teams, if they do, oh, yeah. it'll teams be are going to take notice, like a million bucks.
1: Right, teams are going to take notice on this for sure. Um, it's just, I just I don't like it. I I the the guy's got so much uh, potential. I know you saw it in Halifax um we we saw it when he you know kind of first came in a little bit he had a little bit of chemistry going with a few players and it just never took off and you you look at it and it's just you you look at the player that they traded for him and you always have to do that and that's that's going to be something that's going to continue to live with the canadians from now on um it's just i said i think i think he's not going to come back and it's it's unfortunate Uh, He went through a lot when he was with the team. And um, I I think this just kind of the, the kind of the final nail in the coffin for his time in Montreal. And it'll be interesting to see not only if he plays the next game, will he, um, you know, is is he going to say anything or is there anything that's going to come of this from, from this happening?
0: If he says anything other than I made an error, uh, I've, I've spoken to Marty. I've learned right. my lesson. If he says anything other than those things, then that's an error.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Um,
0: whether he believes it or not, play the game, just right. say,
1: I right. made the a mistake. Professional. I
0: take ownership.
1: Yeah. Be a professional. That's all you got to do. Say yeah. you fucked up. You don't have to say why just say you fucked up. It won't happen again. I'm here for that's cl- 13 more games. That's it. <laughs>
0: And that's that's the culture that Saint Louis is trying to foster in that room. He's talked about it all season long. We may not win the games, but there's a standard they want to set, right, for the team. This is how you approach the game. This is how you prepare for the game. This is how you play. play uh, you know, play with a little work ethic. You know, put in the effort. Play for the guys on the bench with you. You know, right. all these little things we're seeing a foundation being built for a winning team to be built onto because a winning team doesn't win unless they have that, that, that character behind it. Yeah. And um,
1: unfortunately, and... He, unfortunately, drew doesn't have that. He doesn't have that. Uh, he doesn't, ha- he, he doesn't have, I, I just don't think he has what the team's looking for moving forward.
0: Oh no, God, no. No, no. Right. He really, he, it's not, uh, it's not a fit for the Canadians anymore. No. They're going in a completely different direction, as skilled as he is. Um, they've got a lot of other players that are coming up, prospects that are coming up. Uh, they'll need that cap space for other things. And that roster spot for young guys to play in.
1: Yeah. And it's unfortunate because honestly, like, uh, you know, you're um uh... You're a Franco-Canadian playing in playing in Montreal. Team give up a top prospect to get you. Um, you're you have a a new opportunity under, um, under a players coach. And you've got an opportunity to really be a leader on this team. And I just I haven't seen it, unfortunately.
0: No, no, sadly, no. Um, I do. Hopefully I, he finds his way, yeah, but I do agree with everything he said.
1: With uh, given that someone else an opportunity opens up a roster spot, yes. etc., a roster spot potentially filled by Sean Farrell. Yes. Sean Farrell watches oh. officially on, they lost to uh, that toothpaste school Colgate. Yeah. <laughs> They, they, got <laughs> they got flossed. Yeah, <laughs> like flossed. Col- no, it was like a three-two game, but whatever. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it was in overtime. No, I know it wasn't overtime. It was regulation. It was regulation. So they lost. I thought it was overtime. They lost three-two to uh, to Colgate.
0: Well, there goes my good joke about an Ivy leaguer only seeing overtime in a hockey game.
1: <laughs> their last game, their last game, I think went to overtime. I think they, they won one nothing. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, so. Um, uh, yeah, the, the the watch is officially on for Farrell. So uh, he was the he was the guy that I thought was going to sign uh, before Struble. To be honest, um, I thought that I thought it was going to be a little bit of a wait for for Struble after his uh, season was over. But uh, now that uh, Harvard just got knocked out by Colgate, then uh, I guess the Farrell watch is officially on. I'm not going to say he's going to replace Struan, but um, he's a guy that I can see more coming into the NHL as opposed to, uh, as opposed to going the Laval route, like, uh, like Struble. But I wouldn't be yeah, disappointed I, I, either way.
0: No, uh, but I do expect because the Canadians are short forwards, had Ghouli been healthy and had he dressed, they would have had seven defensemen available. Yeah. Then we would have seen Drouin up in the press box instead. Yes. but, with all the injuries, clearly they're short forwards as well. Uh, right. I can see him, I'm guessing by Tuesday, maybe uh, right. maybe Tuesday he'll be signed.
1: That's right. my prediction. And, and this is the thing, if that had been the case, if they would have just won 11-7, and seven, the whole Drew, I think this wouldn't even be a story. It would be, well, it would be, but it wouldn't be this much of a story. It'd be like, he missed this, this is his punishment, he missed the game. It's not, you're, stand, you're standing behind me and I've been sitting here for 60 minutes
0: well it was confirmed by st louis to uh TDA during the game i think it was in the second intermission that jure was not going to play right he was just on the bench to fulfill uh, the nhl's rules right so it, to, it that that screams you were going to get benched you were not going well you weren't even going to dress but because there's an injury that's right. the only reason you're dressed
1: right but if like i said if that injury injury wouldn't have happened Yeah. It wouldn't be as uh, a big story that it is uh, that we're talking about it this much. It's still, it's still, it's still be be a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Now that, that kind of begs the question. Ghoulie played, got hurt, came back. Now he's missed a game.
1: Yep.
0: Same thing happened the last time that he, he ended up missing what? Four weeks, five weeks? Something
1: like that. Yeah. It was a while.
0: Is this one of those times where he's his season's done? He and... might be
1: he he might be shut down. It might be it it yeah. might be even more out of a precaution. It might be like yeah, I can play on the I can play play through the pain, but um, uh, it wasn't at practice. It's another lower body as well, so um, it could be uh, it could be something regarding that injury, um, but yeah, he was off from um, December thirtieth to March first.
0: Yeah. So lengthy amount of time right um and, and when he went down it kind of looked like a high
1: ankle sprain, right so i'm hoping like this like there's there's i don't want to say there's nothing left to play for there is for some of the guys like trying to get jobs for next season and obviously there's some players that are they're playing for pride at this point but when it well, comes for him, to him he's got a job yes but when it comes but when it comes like, it's, it's a pride thing like he's still having a good like for a guy that's missed the majority of the season, he still put up 18 points and how he came back to that first game. And when, um, and he scored that goal against San Jose, like, the guy looks like a veteran out there. And yeah. it's, it's for me, it's a, it's 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 a pride thing really. And, and I could see him wanting to play through the pain, but at this point, you're, you know, you're a 20, what, 20 year old defenseman and uh, there's there's no need for any long term effects any long term anything that's gonna fuck up next season if if at this point for me, if they get a rest him for the rest of the year give her i'm I'm definitely okay with that. I'd rather see him come back healthy and the and the and the rest of these guys come back healthy as opposed to some of these guys um being rushed back like we might even see uh, based on the new timeline that we got a, a week or so ago we might even see gallagher come back this year um but at this point do you do you want him to okay uh, can, canadians have one of the toughest schedules right now in hockey for the rest of the year do you really want to see a guy like gallagher come back and play against one of these teams that might be contending for home ice advantage for the playoffs or something
0: uh do i want to see it no do but I can understand why Gallagher might want to just to prove the point that he can come back and maybe he's got his sights set on the world championships. Yes. true. To Kind of get some playoff time in, you know, it's a consolation prize for those who miss the playoffs, but it's still there and still an right. option. Right. It's one that I think uh, Slavkovsky might be able to take on if he's yeah. healthy enough yep. and, other players such as that, those who can't go down to the AHL, for instance, you know, they're the options there. Yeah. So maybe, but with Ghouli, I mean, if he's, if he's not a hundred percent, hell, if he's not even 90% would be enough, but if he's not that, then just shut him down.
1: Right. It's just, it's, it's the best, honestly, it's the best decision for the player. Um, said, um, I wish he was healthy. I wish Jack, I was healthy, wish Harris was healthy. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's been one of those years. It's been one of those years. And, uh, I don't know if something's going to give when it comes to the, to the, the medical staff or if it's just really bad luck, but, uh, something's, something's going to give hockey guides have to do something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of hockey gods, Lane Hudson, and he he's led Boston University to a yet another win tonight.
1: Oh, did they win tonight? They did. I never saw. I never. I never looked. Who did they play tonight?
0: Uh, they won in overtime, and it was three two. Okay. They played some school out in the U.S.
1: <laughs> oh, and I think Hudson uh, did. Hudson scored too, didn't
0: he? Yeah, a couple goals.
1: Oh, they played, who did they play? Because they won the, uh, they won the hockey, they were the hockey's champions.
0: Uh, Mary Mack.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Which, by the way, Mary Mac is one of the better programs in the United States.
1: They were ranked in like, the
0: top five.
1: And it was, it was Hudson that scored, uh, Hudson scored in overtime. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I just saw the goal. Good for him.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it right now and it's very similar to goals that we've seen Jack eye score.
1: I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that he was able to get up after all those players tackled him because like he is a Canadiens prospect and all. Well, he so. just he just <laughs> dove through their legs. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the he's on the bottom of this pile right now and uh Oh yeah. He still has two goalies on top of him as everyone else is getting up. So um good, you know, what? good for him. It, it really it caps off um for, for them to win the Hockey uh, hockey's Championship, it really, for him, it caps off an incredible season. Uh, rookie of the year. He was Rookie of the Month a few times. He's Rookie of the Week, like every, almost every week. Um, yeah. He is a prospect to be excited about, and uh, a player that's getting comparisons to uh, an Adam Fox or a Cal McCarr or one of those kind of players, uh, this is a guy to be excited about. Like, despite the size the the guy knows how to play hockey. He knows how to he knows how to pick his lanes. He gets pucks on net. He's uh... why
0: they need him lane.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. But like he's he's doing the right things, and and um. He's arguably their best defensive prospect right now.
0: Yeah, you can make that argument. I mean, just look at what he's done for Boston this year as a freshman, leading in points. Uh, they went from being at the bottom of Hockey East to winning it in one year and right. he was one of the very few changes they've made. Right. So you can you can argue that his addition made it a, made a, a team that would have not made their playoffs win their title.
1: Right. You're right.
0: Now, Alex, Alex Tuck had a good role in there too. He played a character role. Uh he, he he matched up well. He he finished all the checks, he did the four checking work, you know, he did all the, the heavy work along the boards. But Hudson,
1: yeah, by far,
0: I think, was the difference in that one.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking up something really quick because um, I believe Boston University. No, they're not. Never mind. Boston College is going to be getting a a big jump in prospects coming in starting next year. Okay. Yeah. I've been following this for a little while. Um, so a guy that might be on, uh, but he's definitely going to be on the draft, the, the Canadians draft list, uh, Will Smith, um, he's already committed to Boston, to Boston college as have, I believe, um, Gabe Perot is going to be going there. Um, Oliver Moore. Okay. And Ryan Leonard. <laughs> so all guys that are all guys that are uh likely to go in the top say 2025 20, of the draft, all playing for the same team. Oh, never mind. Um, um as a correction, Moore is going to University of Minnesota. Still a pretty good hockey school, so
0: yeah. Yeah. And uh just as a little underline here um lane hudson now has 47 points on the season uh he is the highest scoring freshman in the ncaa in the last 30 some odd years that's i think incredible. brian leach was the last guy
1: right that's incredible brian leach yeah okay. pretty good defense so, in his day yes yeah, <laughs> and he even, well, clearly, it... he even played for the leafs he even played for the leafs so we're still saying that about him did he he did
0: for like a minute, maybe.
1: <laughs> I'm going to look that up, but I know he did. <laughs> he's one of those, he's one of those plays, uh, one of those players that you're like, you play for the Leafs, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um,
1: he played 15, on 15 games. <laughs>
0: 15, See? See? For games. like a minute.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I want to finish off the show with one final thing. And, you know, we complain a lot about uh, TSN's coverage and Sportsnet's right. coverage, but there was a little change that was made tonight for the broadcast that I think made up all the difference. You know who, who what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. So they had John Bartlett up in the up in the booth, and uh, they had Jamal Myers between the bench doing color. Yeah.
0: So Instead it was of- it was.
1: Instead of Gary Galley, I don't know if he had another assignment tonight. I can't say that I looked that that deep into it. um i found I found that it was it was well done overall, but I found that there was times where um, instead of the play by play being called, it was it was uh, Jamal Mayer's talking about something. So uh, for me, it kind of took away a little bit from the from the actual game because, you know I'm watching a play develop in the in on one side of the ice, and I'm still hearing about what just happened at the other end of the ice. So yes. I'm not gonna I'm like he's slowly becoming a more of a regular to some of these panels and everything um on Sportsnet, Not gonna shut on him. I think he still did a good job. He's definitely an improvement to Gary Galley. Um, if this means Gary Gally is getting the boot, I'm all for it if it means that he's transitioning to um um play by play and gary Galley's going to the sports net panel fuck it i <laughs> save us now <laughs> but uh you know i don't want to see him him sit beside anthony stewart on a, on a broadcast or something right so <laughs> Yikes. but uh, but you know what, like um it's it, it was something new and uh, yeah i i, I he did a good job. He still did a good job.
0: I think it was a nice change of pace. I think it was nice to actually hear someone speak about both teams. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Right. I mean, you you normally only get that in a game in Toronto. Right. Because that really, that's the only team they follow. That's um, true. But this time, here here's a guy who was actually able to speak on the the lightning and the Canadians. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. He even knew all their names. <laughs> which Galley didn't pull off last time.
1: No, he doesn't ever pull it off early anytime. <laughs> I'm like, no, Matthews isn't playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you want to compare him to everything that's happening, but he's not playing.
0: <laughs> he is not the benchmark. Right. I can't wait to see that implode on, on when uh, he signs in Arizona. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we have Gary Gelly between the bench. (laughs) Austin, do you remember me? Austin. (laughs) Uh, Sign my tie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So that, that's pretty much everything I've got for tonight. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: Uh no I got nothing. Um, uh, they are gonna have to get back into it uh pretty damn quick. As their next two games are against Tampa and Boston, so it's not gonna get any it's not gonna get any easier for them. Um, hopefully Giroux uh will smarten up. Hopefully they can move on. They can at least get a little bit of hockey at them for the next uh, few weeks of the season. Um, and hopefully Anderson's actually not injured because if that would be. Be a huge loss you know, to a team that's already decimated with injuries. Um, you're you're now going playing another game against Tampa, a game against Boston, still got another game against Carolina coming up. Um, yeah, it's not gonna if the if the team is more injured than what they actually are, then it's it's not gonna be good. So trying to yeah. be like I you know, try to be as positive as possible, but it's just I'm just waiting for the season to be over at this point. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's tough to watch.
0: <laughs> I can't argue that it's, it really is. <laughs> like I'm still, I'm still
1: cheering. I'm still a fan. I'm still going to watch all the games. It's just, um, you when you see guys, you know, game after game, after game, game after game, and then the, the, some of the replacements that you have to bring in and you have to watch a guy like, you know, Chris Weidman skate around on the ice for, um, out of necessity. It's just I'm just like, okay, good good on you, but <laughs> you know, the season can be over any time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so anyone who hasn't been paying attention, the Laval Rocket won their game this morning this afternoon. That puts them back into the playoff position. So despite having half their team called up. Yep. They're still competing. Yep. So that's Primo's been playing
1: good. Primos been playing good hockey lately.
0: He played a really good game yeah, tonight. He's been playing really, really good, really good hockey, really
1: good hockey lately.
0: And speaking of good games, I I, I can't believe I didn't mention it sooner, but Hoffman. I, I gotta give him kudos. A little pat on the back for such a strong game tonight.
1: You look good at times. Look good at times.
0: I'm not setting the bar high. <laughs> I'm just comparing it to his previous play he looks engaged he looks like he's he's actually giving a shit
1: yeah i would say that he's 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 he is more engaged but they're also not playing for anything anymore they weren't really playing for anything back then anyway but uh he is Still. for the most part one of the guys that when the injuries really started to pile up he was like okay i need to you know tighten my laces a little bit tighter and fucking try
0: well, at least he's showing up to uh, the coaches' video uh, video meetings and right, practice, right. and so you know, right. like he still has a spot.
1: For, he still has a spot on this team next season. So, still got a year left on his deal contractually at this point. Yes, right. Would um, I want him it, to come back and yeah. <laughs> package him with a second and Chris Weidman to somewhere else, Arizona, maybe? Uh. <laughs> maybe. They they do need to
0: you know take on some money. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the Canadians are now. I'm looking at the standings. They're clearly into fifth from the bottom. So they have 60 points. Uh, Philadelphia just picked up a point tonight as well. They're at 62. Philly has a game in hand. Uh, Anaheim's still a few points behind Montreal. I don't see Chicago be. You know, I don't see Montreal falling lower than fourth overall in the uh, the draft.
1: Well, Chicago and Arizona so, are playing tonight, so somebody's picking up two points. Come on, three. <laughs> Three-point game, let's <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so for those who are tankers, you, you know, that was the perfect game. The young guys played well. They lost. It was a close game. Right. Nice to see them win a game or two. Like may I don't care beat Boston. God's oh, sake Please
1: that. Wouldn't that be something?
0: To watch the the heads explode off people that <laughs> Montreal was able to beat this juggernaut.
1: Well, Chicago beat them the other day. Right? Right. so
0: there's hope for everyone
1: yeah <laughs> i just you you like to see like i know everyone like so many people are on team tank right now but you do want to see you do want to see some wins every now and then Like they have got one win this month
0: yeah. i mean there's a dozen games left it's not going to hurt to win a couple of those right maybe four
1: right I'd say four, and, four and wins would be great and for me it's it's uh it's it's looking at uh the guys that are uh it's looking at the guys that are that are still fighting for positions uh, going into next year. This is when it counts. This is when you know Penn could go to paper and you could be on this team next year or not. Um, we t- I talked about it a little bit with Treg on the last show, and uh, one of the guys that I believe that stepped up um, is Pizzetta. Yeah. I, I I think that he's more or less securing a spot for next season. I I, I think he's doing the right things to be a fourth liner in this league.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, So that's all I got. That's, that's everything I've got. Um, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening. Uh, Be sure to check out some of our older episodes or some stuff uh, like our, our previous episode. Uh, It was uh, said that again, came on the show for a little chit chat, check that one out. Uh, If you want to support us, you know, go check out our sponsors use the promo codes that are, uh, that are available, it, you know, just, uh, all in all, we want to thank you guys for everything that you've been doing so far, sharing our show, talking to us, sending us emails, sending suggestions. Some of them a bit, uh, I will not be able to do that. I can't F myself all the time. <laughs> um, so I, I just want to thank everyone for for tuning in. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're talking about it, so are we.
1: I'm Matt Kandel, host of the Sound Off podcast, the show about podcast and
0: broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free.